Hi, this is Jacqueline with Soundbody Wisdom. It has been a little while since the last podcast. Life has been full with teaching and and traveling, and also, of course, my own practice of living. You know, what I share here are also the skills and the tools that I use in my own life. I think there's that phrase, walk the talk. And truly, this work is my practice. And so here I am. I just got back from a month of teaching in the Middle East. And not only were the workshops really potent, but the continued dialogue with the participants, it's been really inspiring and insightful. I'd say in all my years of teaching, or you know, even just being a human who listens and shows up for other humans, I've been across the US, North America, South America, Asia, Central Europe, Eastern Europe, the UK, Ireland, Iceland, and now the Middle East. And yes, each of these places, brilliant and unique with their qualities and the different cultures and geographies, and the common threads of who we are as humans, it really stands out. The joys, the challenges, questions, what we desire on a fundamental level, and then so many similar internal struggles. And I think that more so after this last journey abroad, I feel even more clearly how the skills of awareness and kindness and curiosity can radically change how we relate to ourselves. So in this short podcast, I want to offer a metaphor the metaphor of the inner landscape and our personal map making and how awareness, kindness, and curiosity can be used to help transform and even rewrite our inner map. So take a moment, close your eyes if you can, and take a deep inhale and exhale. Let yourself soften just a bit as you release the breath and any tension along with it. Let your imagination open to this metaphor and the energy of your inner landscape. It's a really phenomenal and dynamic world that's within each of us, and it's informed by many different things. And it's changing constantly throughout our days and our lives. Our inner landscape is shaped by our biology, our memories, experiences, all the different parts of us, what I like to call our inner tribe, it's informed by the unconscious and can sometimes be challenging, sometimes easeful, and sometimes unpredictable. So when I say inner landscape, what I'm talking about is really everything that makes you, you. So you can see how getting to know your inner landscape, it it might be important. It's basically getting to know yourself. And since the unconscious works with images and symbols, it's often helpful to use metaphor to interact with it. So here I'm using the metaphors of a landscape in maps. And so you can feel free to roll with what I offer or improvise with your own imagination, your own metaphors. Because ultimately what we're looking for is the path for you being able to interact more clearly with your inner workings. 
So to continue with our inner landscape metaphor, here is where I give my full endorsement for the importance and the significance of awareness. I, I really think it is truly our greatest skill for navigating our inner landscape and becoming like master map makers. And the more experienced we become in navigating our personal map, getting to know our inner landscape, the more at ease and resourced we are for navigating our day-to-day -day lives. Because what's happening internally, it impacts all aspects of who we are, inside and out. As we become more aware, we can begin to consciously make new choices, make shifts, even rewrite parts of our map. This happens through conscious attention and, and engaging with our inner landscape. Our awareness allows us to notice reoccurring landmarks, geographies, or even signposts or indications in changing weather patterns. Also, you know, known as moods and emotions. So our awareness lets us see these juxtapositions and patterns. It gives us the power to pause and spend time observing or interacting with aspects of our landscape. We will even begin to notice there are different energetic parts of ourselves that travel around within our inner landscape and are, they're moving in and out of our map. And I call these parts our inner tribe. And I talk more about them in podcast number six and 12. If you want to go listen to those, you can get more detail. But just to, to give an overview, these parts are the members of our inner tribe. They're made up of a wide array of characters that have developed or come into being through our life experiences. They're, they're old, they're new, they're, they're single moments. They're strong emotional energies, unmet needs, all sorts of conditioning that inform who we are. They're really just aspects of us. And each of us has an undefined number of these aspects or these parts that influence everything about us. And they come together along with all our wisdom to make the whole of who we are. And it makes our life incredibly rich, you know, and amazing. And you, sometimes it makes it a little bit challenging. So these parts that exist within our inner landscape, they might express themselves as an emotion, a strong inner voice, a bodily sensation, like a discomfort, or a certain perspective or a felt sense, or, or something else even. And often we have parts that we interact with every day, but we don't recognize them as unique or individual, probably because they're familiar or they just play well with the bigger picture of us. So the parts that become our strongest guides for learning communication and our map making are the ones that we tend to ignore or try to ignore. These are the ones that maybe act out or, or cause agitation. These more challenging parts are often looking for your attention because maybe they have a need or a desire to be acknowledged. And often we've developed habits to ignore these parts or even perhaps bury them or push them aside, consciously or unconsciously. And so with the power of awareness to observe our inner landscape, we can notice the different elements, the changes in weather, the rough patches, the easy flows, and the energy and the influence of our parts. 
Of course, along the way, we can get swept up in an event or a, a challenging area of our landscape, most likely a place that's directly connected to a trigger of some kind. And when this trigger happens, I mean, it can just totally bypass awareness and conscious presence. It's like, it's like stepping into like a hair trigger net that just swoops you up or, or part of the trail gives way and you're suddenly sliding down a hill. And when this happens, it's just, everything is just big sensation. And it really can be difficult to notice much of what's happening around you. So these areas of our map, they offer us a greater challenge to navigate. But the cool thing is that once you get out of the net where you finish sliding, you can then, in retrospect, use your awareness to notice what the landscaper, the landmarks or the weather, what, what was it like just before the trigger? Or which parts of you were around? What did you notice? Any thoughts, sensations? Being able to use your awareness to reflect on the landscape, it helps you navigate with more skill the next time. It helps you get to know the terrain. And then you can also bring in curiosity and kindness. And then you really, you begin to make changes and you can rewrite areas of your map that don't serve you. So this relationship to our inner landscape, it's significant because of how it influences our experience of life. You know, when we have stronger navigational skills, we can often feel more resourced, more grounded. You know, other times when we're a bit more lost, we end up feeling maybe drained or pushed around. So truly learning to map our inner landscape, it grows our personal wisdom. You know, it's, it's all a practice and it begins with our skill of awareness. And then it progresses as we bring in curiosity and kindness to every element, landmark, weather patch, part of our inner tribe, and so much more that we'll encounter. Our curiosity helps us see more than one perspective. When we ask questions, we're asking to learn something new. Often we might be surprised and always there is insight. And then kindness, it asks us to soften, to let go of rigidity and perhaps let go of old maps that don't serve us and open to new maps for growth. Kindness has no room for being judgmental. Kindness lets us be witness and navigate with an expansive heart and mind. It supports flow. And so these three essential skills of awareness, kindness, curiosity, they build our navigational abilities and the, and the power to not only interact with our landscape, but consciously make changes, like remap areas. These three skills, they're like, they're like directions on a three-pointed compass. They not only help us create changes, but support a more sustainable inner landscape and a more joyful experience of the journey. We really can become master map makers with incredible resource and insight, able to grow the experience we have of ourselves and our life. So in the next podcast, I will speak more about how you can use awareness, kindness, and curiosity 
to interact with your inner landscape in day-to-day life. In the meantime, you can also listen to podcast numbers 16 and 17 to learn more about the power of kindness, or check out a copy of my book, Touching the Invisible, which you can find on my website. This has been Jacqueline with Soundbody Wisdom. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.